Where should you be focused in 2023 to keep your business thriving? Stay tuned. This episode of Keeping It Real is brought to you by Real Geeks. How many homes are you going to sell this year? Do you have the right tools? Is your website turning soft leads into interested buyers? Are you spending money on leads that aren't converting? Well, Real Geeks is your solution. Find out why agents across the country choose Real Geeks as their technology partner. Real Geeks was created by an agent for agents. They pride themselves on delivering a sales and marketing solution so that you can easily generate more business. Their agent websites are fast and built for lead conversion with a smooth search experience for your visitors. Real Geeks also includes an easy-to-use agent CRM, so once a lead signs up on your website, you can track their interest and have great follow-up conversations. Real Geeks is loaded with a ton of marketing tools to nurture your leads and increase brand awareness. Visit realgeeks.com forward slash keeping it real pod and find out why realtors come to Real Geeks to generate more business. Again, visit realgeeks.com forward slash keeping it real pod. And now, on to our show. Welcome to Keeping It Real, the largest podcast made by real estate agents and for real estate agents. My name is DJ Paris. I am your guide and host through the show. And today is our monthly series called Closing Time with Chris Linsell from theclose.com. Now, this is a partnership between Keeping It Real and The Close. And let me tell you more about The Close. Now, theclose.com is the kind of real estate website designed to give agents, teams, and brokerages actionable strategic insight from industry professionals. They cover real estate marketing, lead generation, technology, and team building strategies from the perspective of working agents and brokers who want to take their business to the next level. Please visit theclose.com. That's T-H-E-C-L-O-S-E, just like it sounds, .com, and subscribe to their news Newsletter, so you can get notified every time they publish an article. With us, as always, is Chris Linsell, senior staff writer and real estate coach for The Close. And Chris is The Close's resident expert on real estate topics ranging from marketing, lead gen, transactional best practices, and everything in between. He's also a licensed agent in the state of Michigan, and he's been part of hundreds of transactions from modest rural starter homes to massive waterside compounds. And when he isn't writing, you'll find Chris fly fishing or performing on the stage of his community theaters production. Uh, Chris, welcome once again to Keeping It Real. We're excited to have you. DJ, thanks for having me back. Always a pleasure. Looking forward to digging into it today. Always a pleasure too. So I wanted to start with with something that um, I get a um, a Zillow report every uh, every every month as a consumer, just because I'm always interested in what Zillow sends to the public. That is my address, and they tell me you know what they believe my home to be worth. And you know it's a pretty depressing number I saw today. It's it's actually gone down in the last 30 days, quite substantially. However, I am not in the market of selling, but I was thinking about sellers because I also um, have a very low interest rate, so I'm at about around a three percent rate. And so if I were to sell right now, which again, I'm not looking to do, I would be, you know, I would feel at, at least at first glance that I'm getting a pretty bad deal because uh, my, my home is, you know, worth less than what I paid for it. Um, 
and I am I'm still net equity positive, but not by a whole lot. And then also I would be giving up that three percent rate to you know most likely a six plus percent rate in the new home that I were to purchase. So I was just thinking this has got to be on the minds of a lot of homeowners right now who probably would like to buy, but maybe are seeing those rates and maybe seeing their value of their home, you know, go down in the last couple of years as those rates have gone up. So just kind of curious to get your thoughts on the psychology of, of the consumer or the homeowner and what realtors can do in 2023 to sort of adjust for that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great question because we are reaching an interesting kind of uh, crossroads as far as the overall uh, consumer mindset and set of experiences that are driving their behavior, right? Um, I, I think it's fair to say there have been, uh, th- I would say, three um, three recent, relatively recent, honestly, relatively recent sets of kind of eras for buyers and sellers of real estate in the United States, right? We had the pre-COVID era when we had uh, a relatively short, inventory um, relative to demand, but they weren't writing stories in the Washington Post about inventory. Then COVID came and everybody kind of freaked out uh, and we needed to kind of get our heads around what that meant. uh, And the real estate effects that happened were uh, you know, a, a lot of folks decided they were going to move from cities out into more suburban or rural areas. We saw a very high demand for housing turnover, especially for single family homes. And we also had an economy that warranted uh, the need of kind of some kickstart programs to give us a chance um, to make sure uh, that we we could continue to function um, economically as a country. Whether or not those were necessary or viable solutions, I'm going to leave that up to somebody else to debate. But one of the kind of downstream results of that were extraordinarily low interest rates. As you mentioned before, um, uh, for for purchasers of real estate in the uh, COVID or the, um, uh, you know, very, um, you know, like the current COVID or the very um, uh, post uh, COVID uh, time. So then that leads us to where we are now. Interest rates high, inventory still a bit of a challenge in a lot of places, still competitive markets in a lot of places. And real estate professionals looking to be planning their strategies for 2023. And a lot of questions are being asked about how do we reach sellers? We've got sellers who are unlikely to want to sell their home because where are they going to go? They don't have a lot of great inventory options. They don't have a lot of great interest rate options. Uh, What's the benefit to sell? And I want to put forward a couple of different ideas here. The first is you talked about what's the psychology and the mindset of sellers. I want to start by setting the tone in that we have to remember the psychology and mindset of sellers is not a single point of light. It is a significant gradation of various um, perspectives and viewpoints. We have to remember that Yes, a lot of real estate was purchased in the COVID and um, immediately post-COVID, if you can call it that, era at low interest rates, but that does not make up the majority of home ownership right now by any stretch of the imagination. We have a good chunk of folks who 
owned their home uh, long before COVID was even a thing, have an incredible amount of equity in their home right now that is likely unrealized. We have a good chunk of folks who didn't uh, refinance, uh, who are sitting on, even post-refinance, are still sitting on a good chunk of equity. And where we find ourselves as real estate professionals is a place we haven't found ourselves in a long time, which is the number one priority for a lot of real estate professionals when it comes to listings and sellers and their psychology and mindset is one of education not of uh, immediate opportunity. We are not answering calls from people saying, hey, I heard it's a great time to sell my house. What options do I have? Real estate professionals should consider those calls to be on hold for quite a while, maybe a year, maybe two years, frankly. We are needing to now shift our uh, strategies to education and awareness because a lot of owners right now either don't know their options or think they know their options when they don't really, which is frankly worse. So to answer your uh, your mindset question, my initial response is most mindsets right now are either unaware or ignorant. And these are places where, yes, it makes things challenging, but for real estate professionals who can shift their strategies, that's a huge opportunity too. It's such a, it's such an interesting play this equity question. I think this is something that isn't typically although I'm just thinking of myself and I might not be representative of the John Q public um because I'm in the real estate business so I probably look I'm probably not the right sort of viewpoint here but this idea of thinking about equity I just don't think most homeowners or think about their equity unless they're in the process of selling, right? Mm -hmm. I think it's, they look at the appreciation. They look at the the amount they cut to the mortgage uh, bank, uh, the lender every month. They mm -hmm. probably know their interest rate or thereabouts. So I think those are kind of the three key metrics is what's my home worth? What am I paying every month? What's my, what's my uh, actual rate? Um, I, I don't know. And, and what, what my home's even worth, I think is oftentimes not really thought about all that much, mm -hmm. but I think this idea of equity would be a real, so I, I think that's actually a really interesting idea is like maybe being, maybe I'm thinking about from an agent perspective, what would, what do you think about an agent doing an evaluation, not just what's your home worth, because of course we can do automate those through CMAs and there, there's a million tools to do that. But what if an agent in 2023 said, Hey, um, I know, you know, you might not be thinking of selling right now, but you did buy like seven years ago and you've probably refinanced. I'm sure you have a really low rate now, but let's take a look at the equity and see if that would actually influence your decision in being able to move. Maybe that even trumps um, the interest rate that's currently out there because we can look at equity, we can look at, um, you know, pricing now has come down. So I'm just curious what you think of, of having that conversation with a homeowner. Mm. Um, I don't think anyone really has those conversations outside of real estate. Like, I don't even think a financial advisor necessarily would say, let's mm -hmm. talk about the equity in your home. Because I think typically financial advisors don't look at that as asset until you actually cash it out. Which so- yeah. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Didn't mean no, no, that was my point was, I think this is kind of an interesting opportunity for agents who really want to separate themselves is almost doing like a financial mm -hmm. review of the home as opposed to just, do you, do you want to sell? Do you want a bigger place? Do you, I don't know. 
Yeah, 100%. In fact, I, this is actually, it's funny you mentioned this because this was um, one of the topics I uh, talked about um, last, a uh, couple of weeks ago, a couple of weeks via when we're recording this. Um, I was a presenter at the Triple Play Conference in Atlantic City for New York, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania Realtors. And one of the things I chatted about in one of my sessions there was I challenged folks, I challenged real estate professionals who attended there to answer the following question. Um, when you are representing a buyer in the purchase of real estate, when you finish at the closing table and the last signature is at the bottom of the final page, your clients, do they automatically, magically, somehow supernaturally get endowed with the expertise and knowledge necessary to understand not just what they've purchased, but the value of their home as an investment? Right. The answer, of course, is no. Signing yeah. closing paperwork does not give you the insight to understand the value of your investment. And I keep saying investment, even if you're just buying a single family home to live in and to to um, raise your kids in. You and I were talking earlier uh, before we started recording this. Real estate is one of those unique purchases that as an investment, it doesn't matter whether you're buying this as income producing or not. When you purchase real estate, you're making an investment and it can turn out good or it could turn out bad. You get to be in control of that and your control is significantly more fine-tuned when you're aware of the ins and outs of your investment. So what yeah, I challenged folks really to do, point. what I challenged folks to do at Triple Play was to remember when somebody buys a home, they do not automatically become a, a real estate expert and an expert in terms of their home's value in the market, their home's value in terms of the equity that they've collected, and their home's value in terms of how competitive it could be for other home options. And so I challenge realtors there to set a schedule to become their um, buyers pro bono real estate financial advisor every year set a meeting where you offer to say hey i'd love to do an analysis of your investment let's find out how much it's worth let's find out how much equity you have in it let's find out how competitive your rates are i don't need to charge you for this i don't want to charge you for this i only want to arm you with the information you need to make good decisions about your home those folks are going to not just become your client, they're going to become your client for life by offering those services. And for all of those real estate professionals who are listening to this and say, well, I don't have this big buy, uh, buyer client pool to, uh, to draw from, you have an unlimited set of people to draw from because there are millions, tens of millions of homeowners in this country whose selling agent they are no longer in contract with. Um, who uh, need and deserve this information and who you could start offering it to and by de facto become their agent. So start reaching out to folks, offer this financial analysis, offer it completely free. Say, I just want to arm you with the information that you need to make a good decision about your home. These folks are going to become your client by virtue of offering this service 
and when it is time to sell and when you can demonstrate that they have a strategic advantage, they're going to sell with you because you are the one that clearly is demonstrating that you know the market. Yeah, this is a consultant perspective. And I like mm-hmm. the idea of not mentioning when when you're reaching out to to owners and they and again they don't have to be past clients. They can be really anyone who mm-hmm. who owns a property. And this idea of not saying, hey, I want to run a CMA, I want to run comps for you, which again, there are lots of homeowners that understand that term or have heard that term before. But the term they probably haven't heard is I want to evaluate your investment. And this idea of it being now they hear that from their financial advisors, if they have one once a year, usually they'll say, Hey, we need to re, re you know, look at the investments, see how they did it stacked up against the, the indexes or, or your overall, you know, financial goals. And let's make sure we're on track to retire or whatever the, you know, send the kids to college or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. This is a very interesting alternative, a way to, to really do a CMA, but not just a CMA. So you're saying, you know, yeah, uh, they can get a CMA from anybody. Comps are pretty easy. You can even just get them online without talking to a realtor. But this is uh, more of a what a financial advisor would do. They'd sit down and say, let's let's go over all the numbers, not about all their other investments uh, like a financial advisor would do, but about just their home and thinking of it like an investment. Because while you were doing that, while you were talking, I was thinking um, what I did when I was ready to buy the property that I have now. I was very nervous because it's obviously it was sizable purchase. Anyone who buys a home understands the nervousness there and everyone listening knows what it's like for their clients. And I called a bunch of top realtors in my area, about mm-hmm. five of them, just to go, am I making a mistake here? Because I was nervous and I wanted mm-hmm. to get their advice. And I reached out to people that I knew and said, is this a good idea? Because it was new construction. I was a little nervous. Is this overpriced? And and I got really good advice that way. And so I did a version of that by talking to other realtors. Um, most people aren't going to do that. But I guess the point was I wanted somebody to tell me it's a good time to buy. Yes, I give it my mm-hmm. stamp of approval. And I don't know that I would always... Um, I, I think that that's something that a lot of people want to know. Is I totally agree. It, and I don't know that they always trust the realtor to give them that information. Mm-hmm. I think realtors are often seen as salespeople Mm -hmm. um, and salespeople are trying to sell. And so whether or not the real estate agent has the best interest of the client in mind, I think there, there does have to be a little bit of change work around the language that's used when you call. Like, I want to talk about your home as an investment. And I want to talk about where that investment sits right now so that you can think about the future and think about if there's any plans that will change as Mm -hmm. a result of you really understanding where things are. I I just think that's a powerful reframe um, and and a really, really like unique approach. Well, you know, the interesting thing too is that the ref- the 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 other kind of extension of this reframing the conversation um gets into the way that our clients define their relationship with us. So, if I ask you, you know, if I asked you uh if I say I was new to Chicago and I said, uh, "DJ, I really need some uh suggestions. I need uh, a a good doctor, I need a dentist, I need an accountant, I need a chiropractor." The people uh, that you would refer to me or refer me to, you would say, "Oh, yeah, you should definitely check out my chiropractor. It's just sure. you know, it's down on the down on this street. Oh, yeah, you need an accountant. My accountant. I've been work, working with him for years. Great guy. You'd you'd love this guy. Uh, oh, you need a doctor. The doctor I've been going to. She's great. Uh, you know, a, a bunch of my family. We all see her. 
you just those those referrals totally natural language every single one of them was a you got to see my doctor my yeah. chiropractor my dentist or a or accountant or whatever but when it comes to real estate professionals when you say oh i'm looking to move to chicago and i need a good real estate professional you would probably i mean i think the default for most folks is oh, I, I know, know a I know great bunch realtor of yeah or versus... i know a bunch of realtors yeah. Or I've, I've, uh, you know, I've worked with three different realtors in town. I can give you all of their names if you want, uh, but I know a realtor in town, or I know a ton of realtors, or there are a ton of realtors. We don't have this, my professional relationship in the real estate space, but that comes from the fact that you see your chiropractor on a regular basis. You see yeah. your accountant on a regular basis. You see your doctor. We see our real estate professional once in a blue moon because our relationship is completely transaction oriented with those people. It's not care and keeping oriented. What you can adjust in 2023, not to make a chiropractor pun here, but what you can adjust in 2023 is the way that you pursue that relationship with folks to say, listen, I want to be your realtor or your your broker your agent so here's how we can do this and you know you can start by fostering these relationships with people you already are connected to but that doesn't have to be the case this is you know you start further back you know closer to zero if you're going you know you know trying to uh prospect with people who you don't have a current relationship with but imagine just for a second the this value let's say you say i you know i'd love to i'd love to help you understand the value of your home help you understand when it's a great time to buy and sell um somebody says yeah sure that'd be great you can pull somebody anybody you can you can request from your bank a mortgage statement these are on demand if you have an online portal you can get it instantly it will tell you all the details how much your loan was for what your current balance is what your equity is and what your rate is. Now, as a savvy real estate professional, I can also tell you banks don't typically do home equity loans if you have less than 20% equity. But if you have more than 20% equity, a bank will often lend you money against your equity. So if you sit down with me and you say, okay, uh, through our analysis, I can see that you, uh, you have... $200,000 left on your mortgage. You have about $150,000 in equity on this property. Uh, so you could qualify for a refinance. You could pull some of this equity out and do a project in the house. You want a brand new kitchen? This would pay for it. You could sell right now. If you sold right now, even after um, fees, you'd still be walking away with somewhere in the neighborhood of $120,000, $115,000 in your pocket. What could we do with that? People are going to look at you providing this value and options as uh, all the evidence that they need that you have their best interest at heart and not yours. It is no longer a transactional relationship. It is a nurturing, um, recurring value relationship, just like those other professionals that I named earlier. This is really a chance to set the tone for how you want to operate your business in 2023. I know a lot of realtors are nervous about this. Frankly, this is an opportunity. This is the time to put your foot on the gas, not get back on your heels. It's time to get on your toes. Yeah, and I, th I think I think you're boy. You just said so many things that I I couldn't agree more with. I think this is the opportunity to develop 
that annual, you know, touch. That's not just a, Hey, it's your birthday. It's the holidays. Thanks for, you know, this is your home anniversary card for when you bought or sold all those things. Good too. But this idea of actually providing real value once a year and the real value that I think the average homeowner is thinking about is, or the the average, the question that they're thinking about is, should I buy or sell right now? Should I move right? Should I move right now? I think is Mm -hmm. is usually the the main question. And, you know, there's obviously pressures that, you know, with job changes and there's reasons that people move that have nothing to do with an annual review from, uh, from your realtor, but boy, I I would love a service like that. I would Mm -hmm. pay for a service Mm -hmm. like that. I'd pay a, a hundred or 200 bucks a year for somebody to come mm-hmm. in and say, okay, I, I looked at everything. I mean, I pay a financial advisor. I pay an accountant. I pay, you know, yep. I, I would actually pay. So this is something that, that you can do. That's very valuable that I think yeah. people would pay for. I don't know that you should charge people for it. And, and maybe in some States you probably could charge, but regardless, I think it's, it's, you're right. This is the value add that is going to ensure that two things, one, that they're going to work with you in the future, but two, And this goes back to your, hey, you got to talk to my hairstylist or Mm -hmm. my uh, accountant. This this is going to get people talking, I think. Um, and I think you could even tell them that when you're when you're doing these reviews to say, hey, you know, this is something I do. As it, it's just my way of providing service. But if you have other friends that are thinking, should I buy? Should I sell? Mm-hmm. Is it a good time? Rates are up. Inventory is down. Mm-hmm. I would love to do the same analysis for them. And you could, you know, I think this could be a huge marketing strategy for people. Big time, big time. And you know, let's like call a spade a spade here too. This is advantageous to real estate professionals. Not just in the fact that you have uh, the opportunity to create more stable repeat business, uh, which is certainly a huge upside, but let's also uh, not discount the fact that if you can get this sort of relationship locked in, you then have a platform to give the sort of advice that includes things like, hey, you know how uh, like uh, there are 12, there's 12 months in the year. But if you decide that you're going to make one extra payment a month, you can cut down on your interest costs over the course of you know X number of years and increase your equity by X percentage over X number of years. This is really great for you. This sounds like good advice. It is good advice to homeowners. But the other thing it does is you are setting yourself up to have uh, distant and near future clients who are more qualified, who have higher budgets, who are more educated about real estate and the process. I mean, imagine the difference between a listing where your seller, not only do they know the real market value of their home before the listing appointment, because you've already educated them on this, but they also are realistic about what the next steps entail. Your workload goes from 100 to five in that instant. Now, granted, you're doing that work on the front end, but you're establishing it's kind of it as a slow drip of education and awareness in a way that other um, you know professionals have to kind of mainline all at once uh, right. on the front end. Sellers feel overwhelmed; they're often miss the details that are necessary to take those shortcuts. I mean, this is a selfish strategy too. You're going to develop regular bi- a book of business from this strategy, but you're also going to develop 
uh, more qualified, better informed, and frankly, clients with bigger budgets as a result, which is going to affect positively our bottom lines as well. I want to pause for a moment to talk about our episode sponsor, our one of my favorite companies out there, Follow Up Boss. Now, after interviewing hundreds of top realtors in the country for this podcast, do you know which CRM is used by more than any other by our guests? Of course, it is Follow Up Boss. And let's face it, following up is the key to taking your business to the next level. Follow Up Boss will help you drive more leads in less time and with less effort. Do not take my word for it. Robert Slack, who runs the number one team in the U.S., uses Follow-Up Boss, and he has built a $1.5 billion business in just six years. Follow-Up Boss integrates with over 250 systems, so you can keep your current tools and lead sources. Also, the best part, they have seven-day-a-week support, so you'll get the help that you need when you need it. And get this, Follow-Up Boss is so sure that you're going to love their CRM that for a limited time, they're offering Keeping It Real listeners a 30-day free trial, which is twice as much time as they give everyone else. And oh, yeah, no credit card required. So you can try it risk-free, but only if you use this special link. Visit followupboss.com forward slash real. That's followupboss.com forward slash real for your free 30-day trial. Follow up like a boss with Follow Up Boss. And now back to our episode. Yeah, it's really it's really interesting. It's funny, I've done 430 whatever episodes of this podcast where I've interviewed a lot of the very top producers in the country. And I don't know that anyone's ever shared with me this idea of doing an annual, people have talked about doing an annual review, but they haven't really got as, as granular about it as what you've mentioned. And so if we were just to recap these steps, so the idea is you would call people that are either past clients, or you could say, Hey, I'm trying. Um, I'm, I'm, you could even tell people that weren't your past client. And maybe you could even test it with people who might never use you, but people who you could sort of try this approach with and say, Hey, I'm, I really want to bring more value to my clients the next in this upcoming year. And I have found that my clients are constantly wondering what's going on in the market. Is it a good time for me to move? Should I sell? Should I buy? And, you know, oftentimes they're not totally sure how to make sense of that answer. And so I want to come in and just kind of evaluate what, what, you know, your current position, um, your current home, uh, your investment, um, how it's doing, how it's doing relative to other homes in the area. And if you were thinking about moving, you know, here's here's kind of what you might be looking at. So we can, we're going to take a look at the full financial picture of that mm-hmm. and give you a give you a recommendation. Um, yeah. I, I think I, gosh, I think that's, I mean, you know, look, if I've ever been to an attorney, the end of the day, I'm like, what's the recommend? Should I do this or not? You know, or an accountant, should I d- declare this or not? Like, I just want people's advice. Mm-hmm. And I think the, the realtors really should move away as far as they can from being labeled a salesperson mm-hmm. as to a service uh, professional or consultants. Mm-hmm. I, I know consultants, you have to check with your state um, licensing to make sure that you can call yourself other things. You definitely don't want to call yourself something that you're not supposed to. But yeah. this idea of acting as if you are a consultant, whether or not you use that word, um, acting as if um, you would hire somebody to come in and say, how do I fix my business? And they go, well, I just looked at everything. Here's what you need to do. Well, um, you know, I'm going to give you the one, this is the kind of a, 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 a dollop of Chris secret sauce to get this conversation started with people who you don't know. You're like cold approaching on this. Here's the line. And I guarantee it works because I've used it many times. So if you're listening to this and I've used this on you, 
work. Sorry. <laughs> but here it is. When you are cold approaching somebody, you say, I was just doing a CMA for a neighbor of yours, and I used your property as uh, a marker for value for the neighborhood. I wanted to reach out to let you to let you know that I was just looking at values there. I have a very good understanding of what your home is worth and would love to know if you're interested in this overall financial picture. No obligation, no cost. I've already got the work done. These are all the key phrases. Ooh, that you that's a here. great one. I've already got the work done allows people to say yes without feeling like they're inconveniencing you or putting themselves in your debt. That's a reason a lot of people say no to free things because they're like, sure. oh, then I'm going to owe this person something. Say, I've already got the work done. Then they have, are free to say yes without the feeling of true uh, or implied obligation. Say, I've, I was doing a CMA for a neighbor of yours. This shows that you are active, that you have experience, that other people trust you. These are true um, key phrases that are going to activate those parts in our brain where we're like, okay, there is real value that I'm recognizing here. I'm not being sold a gimmick. I've got somebody who's providing real value in places that I trust in ways that I don't feel obligated. I can say yes to this. You're going to get in the doors if you use these lines, I promise. Yeah, you could e you could even say something like, "I know this seems like a sales tactic, but the reality of it is, I actually did this for your for your neighbor, and I just already mm -hmm. have the data done. So I'm happy to share it with you. Yeah, what's in it for me is maybe down the road, maybe you would think about me if you ever needed to find a professional. But but what I wanted to share with you is actually just something I did for your neighbor anyway. Um, you probably wouldn't even have to say it that way. But the point is, is you could you could explain it and and be totally forthright about it and still likely get very little resistance. So this this is a a great, great place to wrap up. So I really want, want everyone to think about 2023. And, and I know there's a lot of uh, nervous energy in, in the agent world. Um, I know our agents are scared. I know our broker owners are, are, uh, have, uh, some fear about 2023 and what we're trying to find is opportunities that can keep you focused and mm -hmm. active. And this idea of doing annual reviews and not just what's your home worth and what's, you know, what, what are the homes near you worth, but actually looking at equity, looking at rates, looking at re refi, looking at all of all of the, the things that people don't usually look at in one overarching sort of a view, right? They look at little mm -hmm. things like, oh, the rate's that, and my home is worth this over here. And it's it's not really a cohesive uh, picture. Um, mm -hmm. And you could provide that picture to them. And you could even, if you really wanted to get granular, just one of other ideas, you could talk to their financial advisor too. You could say, Absolutely. hey, if you have, and by the way, that's another great person to network with, because of course those uh, opportunities are, are pretty obvious, but you could even say, hey, I want to run this by your financial advisor and just make sure I get their sign off on it, which then if they like their financial advisor, and maybe you're not their current realtor, provide some social proof where they might consider using you in the future. So you okay. can even go that further step of saying, Hey, I, I want to talk to your F, your financial advisor about this. If you're not, you know, if you, so anyway, but Chris, um, let's talk about the close in the last minute and then we'll, we'll let you go. So tell us for anyone that isn't a, a current close reader, what is the close? The close, it is the internet's leading publication uh, for uh, advice, strategy, uh, resources, everything that real estate professionals need to level up their business and create the life 
uh, through work that they want. Theclose.com, super easy to find us, T-H-E-C-L-O-S-E.com. Um, everything on The Close is aimed uh, at creating uh, uh, shortcuts towards the success that real estate professionals deserve. We have everything from lead generation, marketing, tech reviews, education, continuing ed, uh, things on uh, uh, certifications and uh, designations. We have things on every, we have content on every imaginable uh, sort of marketing strategy, uh, social media content, uh, lead generation platform forms, you name it, we've got it. I'm in charge of making sure that the close has the best answers to the old questions that we've been asking for a long time. Uh, what we offer is free. Just come to the website, read, sign up for our email list, get regular updates for the new content we're creating. Um, our, our goal is to um, provide the best strategies uh, that uh, real, real estate professionals can use to, um, like I said, create the business that they want. Um, we do offer a paid product called the Close Pro if you do want to level up your close experience. But frankly, that's a small portion of what we offer on the close. It's not even something that I really push because 99% of the value we offer here is completely free. We just want to help. Um, our goal here is uh, to live this mantra of you can do it. The close can help. Uh, we have the tools that you need to be successful. So come on over the close.com, follow us on social. You can connect with me and all of the uh, rest of the editorial team uh, on the close. And that's the last thing I'll say is that uh, those of us who are creating content at the close, this is not farmed out to generalists or to uh, freelancers or to people who have never set foot inside a home for sale or operated an open house. Anyone who's creating content on the close is a bona fide real estate professional with real transactions under their belt. They're speaking from experience, and that's experience that you can learn from. Yeah, and and just as a as a quick example of an article that I got really excited about, they updated the close, updated their best real estate CRM list uh, mm -hmm. in the last week or so for 2023. Um, I don't know if it's on the homepage yet, but it is an amazing article because every realtor I know is like, "Am I using the right CRM?" And by the way, they have another article about the best free CRM. So if you're mm -hmm. new to the business and don't want to spend money, they have that article. But they also have best uh, paid CRMs, and they're not in bed with these companies. Right, they may earn affiliate deals if you end up signing up, but th their whole thing is is legitimate journalist uh, journalistic mm -hmm. integrity, and and their reviews are amazing, and they're about the only place I trust for reviews. So. Mm -hmm. I, you know, in a, in a way, um, I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's other reputable, uh, you know, real estate tech review services or, or, or websites. I just haven't found them. The close is the place I go because I know I'm going to get a deep dive into mm -hmm. products and services that I, as, as an agent want to, or may want to consider. So guys go in there really it's stuff. It's amazing. These are long form articles. They're, they're really well-written and uh, Chris is at the helm and making sure the content is, is top notch. And it is so go Go to theclose.com. Definitely get on their mailing list and you know check out the Close Pro as well. Uh, if you want that extra one percent of, of just really really amazing information that's behind their paywall, it's like what a dollar a day maybe total. It's ridiculously inexpensive if you want to mm -hmm. subscribe, but you don't ever have to. You can just read their content for free mm -hmm. as well. All right, Chris, thank you. I know we went over time, so we will uh, let you go. Get on with your busy day. But on behalf of all of our listeners, uh, we want to thank Chris. Give him a shout out, Chris. What if they want to chat with you on Twitter? Now that Twitter's made a resurgence. 
questions. I know you're a Twitter guy. What's the best way they should reach you on Twitter? You can argue yes. with Chris on Twitter. You can definitely argue with me <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, you would not be the first nor the last to troll me on Twitter. Uh, Uncle Elon has not shut down my account yet. So if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can find, find me at Lincel Chris. Maybe we can tag that in the show notes or I'll something. Put, I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. At Lincel Chris. I'm also pretty active on LinkedIn. You can find me on LinkedIn just at my name, Chris Lincel, senior content strategist and real estate writer at the close. Uh, yeah. Come connect with me on social media. I love interacting with folks. I love answering questions. I love providing feedback and uh, always open to criticism. So uh, please feel free to come tell me how I got things wrong because, you know, that's only happening about a dozen times a day. Uh, and I'd love to add your voice to the chorus uh, or to the chorus of, of support. So, um, you know, just here to help uh, uh, pass along what I know about building uh, real estate businesses. We're all in this together. Awesome. And then for everyone else listening, please just tell one friend about this episode. Everybody's scared about 2023. Chris just gave a really great strategy for how anyone can stay busy in 2023, do something the other realtors aren't doing, these annual financial reviews, investment reviews, as Chris called it, and send them a link. This should go to everybody in your office, not because I'm so great, I'm not, and not even because Chris is so great, although he is, uh, but the, the, just because nobody else is really talking about this. So please send a link. Uh, go to our website, keepingitrealpod.com. Introduce other agents to us. It's free. Please help us out. We really appreciate it. We'll keep doing more episodes. All right, Chris, thank you so much. We'll see everybody on the next one. Thanks, DJ. See you soon.